Welcome to the I Like The Way You Think podcast, where we take a deeper look into the lives of three Black women as they go through life. Coming out with us, we say what you're thinking out loud and discuss all the topics you already talk about. I'm Laverne. I'm Elaine. I'm Denisha. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of I Like The Way You Think podcast. And um, I just want to thank you guys for rocking with us so far because, child, it, it, thank it's, you, thank it's, you, thank you. Yes. Wow. Hopefully we can get some effects on that. Um, you know, when it sounds like you're far away, like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Huh? Don't worry, I can cut this part out. No, but keep you that in. To... Keep going. Yeah, guys. So thank you for rocking with us because we've been able to talk about some some topics that we really wanted to talk about. And you guys have gotten insight onto how we feel about these things. You guys have shared your feedback privately, publicly. We appreciate y'all. Okay? We appreciate y'all. Um, right now, though, I want to kind of shift gears and I want to give you the quote of the day for you to guess what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, I'm going to give you a little opportunity to be interactive with us don't worry we won't hear you or anything like that you're not crazy or anything like that but we want you to be in the room in the presence you understand you get it so the quote of the day is by none other than maya angelo i am a woman phenomenally phenomenal woman that's me wow 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 phenomenal woman if it wasn't obvious enough today's topic is gonna be about women and i'm gonna just ask y'all what is it like being a woman what are your thoughts on being a woman you know let's go from there Hmm. don't be afraid to end saw it is who you are now be who you are for your yeah. <laughs> I, I But since we are, of course you don't. Moving on. <laughs> since we're talking about music, there's this one song on TikTok that was going around. It's like, I am woman, I am fearless, as annoying as it is. All of those things is how I feel like to be a woman. And yes, I'm going to repeat everything I said in the first draft of this episode. Don't worry about it. I feel like... So you like really had to make them know there was It is one draft. thing. That's crazy. You, you, just, you just brought light to it. That ain't on me. You did that. <laughs> and on top of being a phenomenal no, you woman... just did that. I'm moving forward. And on top of being a phenomenal woman, I'm a black woman. <laughs> and you already know. That's, that's a phenomenon. I was going to say we are a phenom. But that's a word, right? Phenom. I think it is. Phenom is a is a word, but I'm not sure it would have been in the right context <laughs> if you said it that way. We are phenoms in our own right. I'm going to make the context work for me. Mm. We are the blueprint. Period. The pink prints. And that's on who? Nah, Nicki Minaj. I don't, I don't know about pink print, bro. No, 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 no. This, this is not the time to be quoting. No, we no. Excuse me? She's 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 in some choppy waters yeah, right now. I don't, I don't know if we want to really endorse her she's, right now. She's she's submerging. She's submerging. She's just your typical. She, I feel like people are forgetting. People do I keep like forgetting. She, I feel like she's coming out with all this stuff 
to, to like, distract, distract you. us. Yes. Yeah. And it's working. Maybe it it's is working. working. On me. You see this woman? Because let me tell you, the first time I ever heard that she was in some stuff was from Laverne. And now here you have Laverne talk about and that's on pink print. What? But it was relevant. The pink print is still iconic. You have to separate the no, no, no. you have to separate the artist from the, don't, from the person. Don't start. Don't start because we can go down the line of the people who the only exception people to have that the is argument Robert us. Kelly. Do you, 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 no, no, no. You, the, the rule is the rule. <laughs> no. It's not black and white, really Elaine. Never... There's a gray area. Okay what, okay, what about Tory Lanez? What about Usher? What about Usher? What happened to Usher? Usher handing out herpes like it's candy, bro. <laughs> yeah, but they know. They know. <laughs> they know. Don't say they don't know. They know. <laughs> Um, child. Anyway, it's Usher. That's why they're willing. They're ready and willing. What? <laughs> Don't do that to Usher. That's yeah, not right. I will never forget when someone on Twitter, when Usher posted a picture of him frying some eggs, and he's just like, "How do y'all like your eggs?" And then some girl on Twitter was just like, um, "Fertilized, fertilized by a rich nigga." <laughs> well. She ain't said nothing but a word. Let me tell you. Mm-mm. Let me tell you. No, thanks. And they're getting tired of going around fertilizing eggs because now you have Nick Cannon talking about, I want Mariah back. No. He really Not tried it, though. Mm. He really tried it. The man had a whole You're army. Too deep into it now. And then wants Mariah back. Can you imagine? So she has to pay child well, support he's, for he's all of them? He's creating an army of women. So he should probably be the person who, 10 years down the line, we quote him because he's creating an army of women. Unlikely. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us back to the topic. Yeah. Oh, I see what she did. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean? Does it have mm-hmm. to mean anything? I am. I don't know. You. So you are a woman just based on the fact that yes. you say you're a woman. Okay, cool. Tanisha? No, we're not doing this for you. He's want to do this for not doing it. I'm not going to get into it because it's going to go into... You You cannot cannot trick me. You cannot trick me. (laughs) What? Ask a question and you give an answer. No, 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 no. no. Here's here's the the reason why I'm not going to contest what she just posed to me is because it's going to get into a deeper conversation that I feel like is a little too controversial for my lack of knowledge. So Mm. for that, I'll say I am a woman and that is my definition. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you too, Denisha? Uh-uh. I'm just in the background. <laughs> She's asking Mm-mm. for your definition. What is a woman? I am a woman. <laughs> so I am a woman. <laughs> Holy <Love> smokes. <laughs> nah. You? Yeah, that trick me. You guys being afraid? <laughs> To talk the talks for me. But I will respect your opinion and your decisions. No, it's not. Don't make it that. Mm-mm. But it is. Mm-mm. It literally is. Let us proceed. Before Ona says something like, I like being a woman because I can I can rest in my my feminine prowess and all this stuff. But there's a lot of masculine women and they're still validated as women. What me I talk about you? What you like? Me not me, talk about everybody. Me, me Denisha. Me I talk about the two one. What one like? What do you guys like? What you don't? I am woman. I am fearless. <laughs> I am sexy. I'm divine. I, I, I already am. said it. 
I already said it. Well, what Since about you, Laverne? That lashing was for you. What about you, Laverne? What do you like being about a woman? I love a lot of things about being no, a woman. No, that wasn't I the question. Being... You said what is a woman. Hold on now. What is a woman? Mm. <laughs> My definition of being a woman is someone who is loving, mm. kind, mm. happens to be identify as a female. So if I'm unkind, um, I'm not a whether, woman? I don't know what kind of woman you'll be. So I'm still a woman. Maybe <laughs> a wicked one, woman. but still a woman. Not my, <laughs> you could be a wicked woman, woman and still be a woman, Laverne. Yeah, it's true. But you're not the type of woman that I want to associate myself with. But, okay. Now I'm what? Gonna you, I'm going to let you have it. I'm gonna let, now no, what? I, I do have a now what, but for the sake of progression, I'm going to let you have it. Don't do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 and as i was talking about like you know your your femininity and, and being soft and, and fragile and you guys are buying this fragile <clears throat> okay obviously not she but me a soft it was the n- fragile i can oh! be soft you know but fragile i i i think it's problematic when we use these words to describe women um especially but- considering all that we have to go through <laughs> especially as black mm-hmm. women and this is why Jared was pissing me mm-hmm. off because he liked Ayana's because he resilience because he knows that if they go through hard times it's not she that, will be there she will not crumble she will not fall before you put some rhetoric in my mouth before you put some rhetoric in my mouth I have no problem that he was attracted to her resilience her strength and all that yeah. stuff but I'm gonna need you to point out a little bit more than just that because every time he was asked, "What do you like about her? What do you like about her? What do you like about her?" Every single time, yeah. she is strong. We are more than that. Women are more than that. Women in general. But you know what that means to black women constantly throwing the black, the strong black woman trope on us. Like it's exhausting. I think you're saying what? No, anyways, I think you're saying what um, his mom, her mom, wanted to say. Because she was not buying it at all. Oh, of course. She she kept yeah. it cute. She kept yeah. it cute, though. She did. Real, real cute. Y'all catch up on Love is Blind mm. so y'all know what we're talking about. Yeah, mm. it's sickening. And I, I would Absolutely say, like... sickening. Understandably... Sorry, I just have to talk about Love is Blind for a moment. I actually <laughs> love the fact that Shake's mom put him yes. in his place. Yes, yes. Now that's she a was woman. being a that yeah, a she was woman. being a woman. She was being a woman's woman there mm. because she was just basically like, listen, this girl is amazing, deep deep. She is amazing, and if you are not going to be up to the standard, if you're not going to love her the way she needs to be loved, yeah, she doesn't deserve not even half a percent. Yeah, mm. if you're not going to do a hundred percent, leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was so proud of the mama. She was like, I side with her. I said, oh, oh? yes, mama. Because you know mamas and their sons. They be mm, sometimes. Oh, child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, child. Both of their parents, though, because even his dad was just looking at him like, ugh. <laughs> this is the man? <laughs> this is the boy that became a man? <laughs> Who raised you? Right. Honestly. Right. That was us. Okay. It wasn't right. us. It wasn't us. <laughs> They're like, all we did is bring you to America. Okay? The Mercy rest was you. God. <laughs> Um, but it it was crazy to me. It was crazy to me how the the parents really stood up and advocated for 
their children especially the moms that that season i like yeah. that seeing a little bit more about the parents or the family's reactions mm-hmm. um one would even say it was heroic mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah it was heroic um and then with that being said i mean are there women that you guys look to or see as heroines Beyonce, Lauren Hill. Here, <laughs> what are you laughing at, Lauren? I, I, so exa- I said exactly what I said. What is so funny about Lauren Hill? Oh well. <laughs> what about Lauren Hill? Do you whatever? Love She's late sometimes. You're gonna define that for all the <laughs> excellence that she is. Next, <laughs> next. She ain't late sometimes. Tanisha said late sometimes. Late. Okay, and she's out here saving she, souls on top I'm of it. I'm not always there when you call, and I'm never on time. That should be Lauren Hill song, let me tell you. She ain't but never we on all time. Know Talk this. about so the my fact chakras that people, ain't in line. But the fact <laughs> that people act surprised about this, right. I just feel like, don't y'all need to manage your expectations for the queen? No, because I was ste- the queen. Okay. She's a queen. I love me some Lauren Hill. Anyways, you asked who is uh, who is a, a heroine in my life. Y'all ain't listen to Lauren Hill Unplugged and it's showing. Carry oh, on. and I don't intend to, but that's okay. <laughs> Exactly, it's showing. Carry on. Lauren yeah. Hill is talented. She's very problematic. How is listen, she problematic? Listen, the question was who was a heroine in your life and that was your answer. And baby, we support you in your answer. We might not agree. But we support we don't you support in your answer. You, yeah. We don't agree, but we're going to wow. agree to disagree. Uh, I didn't Elaine, say that. Beyonce? Why? No, Beyonce. When you say, did say Beyonce. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You said you don't say that. I'm about to elaborate. Oh, because you're like, I didn't say that. No, I said I don't say agree to disagree. Oh, oh, To oh. disagree. Why? Why don't you say that? Yeah. For me, you know when a lot of people... Girl, I'm moving on to my question. <laughs> For me... Um, when people say like, oh, so-and-so saved me, I don't think it's ever to like that degree. Yeah. But there was a lot of times when I was younger, actively going through depression and not knowing, my escape would be Beyonce. Honestly, genuinely, like can't my screensaver right now is currently Beyonce. And the reason is because like to me, when I saw her, I saw strength. I <laughs> Yikes. I saw strength and resilience, Mm -hmm. words we don't like. But I also saw like somebody who was passionate, somebody who was gift, like truly gifted, you know? And so watching her, it was like, one day I want to become a well-rounded entertainer like her. She is funny. She's family oriented. Man, but listen, I'm so happy that I have brothers. But if I had a sister... I need her to have Solange and Beyonce mm. energy because what them two would never do yeah. is let you clown their sister. Yeah, it's giving Ever. Chloe and Hallie. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And so, like, I would just watch Beyonce growing up and I'm just like, honestly, when I look at, like, who was going to be my hearing because I don't believe in idols, um, she's one of them. Yeah. I feel the same way with Lauren Hill because I just find her so... She just learns from life. Like, she doesn't let... You know, the she learned how to read a clock, but anyways, come on, you learn. Let Thank her you. have it. Can Let we her move have on? It. Damn. What? what? Okay. This uh, t- look. Anyways, okay. so 
Anywho, what yeah. I like about Lauren Hill is that, like, she's also resilient in her own way, too, but she puts that into, like, her art and the way that she's mm-hmm. able to put, like, her whole heart into songs, into, like, her various acting roles. Like, she's just so transparent and she makes the right decisions for herself i know we clown a lot about her timing but it like girl she's not gonna perform unless it's coming from an authentic place like and so i really like that about her and the way that she was able to like really stand in who she is in like a male dominated like with rap male dominate dominated um community and stuff like she's just I don't know she's just sickening the way she loves on her babies the way that she gives back to her community and loves black people just all of it I would love to on it all jokes aside I really would love to see more of her for real yeah like if she doesn't come out anymore because she doesn't trust you and know, I don't blame her people and I don't yeah, blame her yeah you can't trust nobody Same. yeah she knows her worth how about you Laverne Funny enough, Beyonce is actually also a heroine for me because, again, I don't believe in idols either. <clears throat> but I think the I think the connection that I have with Beyonce is a bit different than Elaine because I think I just really respect the fact that she continuously broke barriers. Like I remember when she left mm. um, when she left Destiny's Child or where there was a split with Destiny's Child and everyone was like, "Oh, she's gonna be solo," and she, you know. It's gonna suck for her and da 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 da. Ooh, they and she prayed on her through. downfall, child. Yeah, and she just pushed through. And then even seeing her live in concert, I realized like she her work ethic is unmatched. Um, I think I literally yeah. think she is one of the absolute best live performers in our generation or ever. Like I'm talking, she's on tier with Michael Jackson. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah. I, I continuously see people break down her her status, I guess. People are like, oh, she's not even a good singer or she's not a good dancer um, or she's not creative. And, and watching those documentaries that she puts out, um, seeing how she's grown in terms of media training and all that stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, how can you deny the raw talent that this woman has Mm -hmm. and also like the dedication and discipline that she has like i remember she had Mm -hmm. one of her children and then she just went right back into like um preparing for some type of big concert or something like that girl let me tell first of all wow do not diminish that she was pregnant with twins yeah okay gave birth and six months later did coachella yeah that, I just, that's what? absolutely crazy. Yeah, what? That's absolutely mind blowing. But also to make a comment about um to make a comment about what you said about how sometimes people like to downplay her abilities and stuff. There's a saying, it's literally um on my Instagram because I, I feel like I'm the same. Um Jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. And basically mm-hmm. that's saying that, you know, a lot of people like to look at some people who are multifaceted and be like, oh, but you don't have like one discipline that you're amazing at. Yeah, but also the person who's amazing at one discipline often gets stuck there, whereas the mm-hmm. person who is a jack of all trades is able to dibble dabble in so many other things. And to me, that is Beyonce. She never claimed to be the most amazing mm-hmm. singer. She never claimed to be the best dancer. Never claimed to be any of those things. But all those things coming together is what makes her a powerhouse. And I think right. a 
apart from her natural talent, is she actually loves what she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even the way, even the same thing with Rihanna, like the way that they've cultivated their life, where it's just like, this is the kind of woman I want to be in different aspects of my life, and they go after that. Like, they follow through. I mean, of course, we also have to include that they are rich. <laughs> and so, like, when yeah. it comes to family but they weren't, planning... But they didn't start rich, though. But when it came to yeah, their family planning, they did have that privilege at that point to be like, mm-hmm. we can, if I want to have a baby at this age, I can do that and I, I will have a lot of help. But they were able to like cultivate their life where they were, were able to make a name for themselves in their careers and in their community. And then also be like, mm-hmm. we don't know what kind of mother, you know, Beyonce is or anyone is behind closed doors. But the fact that it's very evident that family does mean a lot to her. It's just like, even when these conversations are men are just like, a career woman can never be a good mother or a good wife. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. sir, goodbye. They're (laughs) always by themselves. But anyways, we move on. Um, Now that we're Mm -hmm. speaking about like their motherhood and stuff like that, to me, one of like the most influential women in my life is actually a woman who cannot have children. And in like hearing her story, I had to kind of change my philosophy on what I thought womanhood was. So growing up, I always thought I would be married by 24. Well, I'm a year behind. Mm-hmm. I would have children by 26. That ain't happening anytime soon unless, <laughs> whoopsie. And seeing her and how influential she's been in my life, how she is as a wife to her husband, how she carries herself um, with confidence how she carries herself in spirituality, how she's still relatable, even being a first lady, a first lady being a a pastor's wife. I'm just like, there's more to womanhood than being a wife and a mother, which was not what I was taught growing Mm, up. mm -hmm, And so in mm -hmm. the last few years, anybody who's had a conversation with me about like whether or not I want to have kids, my notion when I was younger was I always wanted to be a mother of five. That was a hard line, mother of five of my own, and then um, always be open to adoption and fostering because I always feel like, you know, (sighs) there's already people on the earth. Why not give back to them? But in seeing her, I've kind of had to learn that what if God doesn't permit me to have children? Am I going to feel like less of a woman because that was what my definition of womanhood was. And in mm-hmm. watching her and seeing her still be this, just a light, regardless of the she image showed of up, womanhood. She showed that, up authentically. Yeah, regardless of the image of womanhood that I had, I was like, you know what? I'm content with me as I am, regardless of the blessings that God may withhold or give me mm-hmm. in the future. Um, you know, it's so interesting because another heroine I was going to mention, even though she is problematic child, I'm going to put it out there, is Oprah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you mentioned that, you know, this heroine that you're talking about also was not able to have children. <clears throat> Oprah doesn't have any living children. So it it's always been a thing that people always talk about like oh she's so successful and she's so selfish because she doesn't ha- she didn't have no children you know she's not married and all those things and it's like what that made me think at a young age how do i define being a woman because it's like mm-hmm. okay cool if i define success as having money does it mean that i must get married does it mean that i must have a partner does it mean that i must have children like are these milestones that i have to have in order to live a fulfilled life as a woman mm-hmm. yeah you know um and i think about all the things that that 
Oprah has gone through. I mean, she 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 started her story is so tragic. Like she was she was raped when she was younger by her family member. She brought a child. The child died. In and of itself, that is traumatic. Um, and then she had to go through At navigate a, a life, age. right, right, and then had to navigate this world that is not as progressive as we're in right now. Um, so obviously, she had to deal with racism. She had to deal with sexism. And she just downright had to deal with people saying that she's not physically attractive Mm -hmm, to be on TV mm -hmm. and all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she proved all of those people wrong. Like, I grew up watching The Oprah Show. Who would you be if you did not go on The Oprah Show? Period! Yeah. (laughs) And the fact that, like, her name wasn't even Oprah, it was Oprah. Like, Oprah, not or. No, Orpa, not Oprah. And it's like, these things are things that you look at and you'd be like, okay, me personally, I don't like idolizing people or putting people on a pedestal because I, I realized at a very young age that people do put you down or let mm. you down or you become disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people that I will look at their lives in reference and be like, wow, like maybe I can take this from them. Yeah. And that's one of the things that... Um, I wanted to take from Oprah is the fact that she's hardworking. This woman never stops. Even to this day. Like, she has her own network. Or is no, named don't, in her Don't I know mix. it. I'm aware. Yeah. I'll be staying on the <laughs> own network. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. And it's just like, it's just like, cool. Like, a woman's able to do that. But not only a woman, a black woman's able to do that. And yeah. that mm-hmm. is just so dope to me. And a black you know. woman who defies what society tried to feed us is what, like, the pinnacle of womanhood mm. looks like. Yeah. And she's so yeah. into, like, the like the small details and people's stories and the small details mm-hmm. and their identities. And she's made her entire brand off of that. Like, I just remember all the conversations on the Oprah show. It was so deep. It was so niche. Like, very specific experiences mm-hmm. that you wouldn't really hear anywhere else. She wanted to know, like, what's your truth? You know, how did you go through this? And, yeah, it's just a, it's a beautiful, it's a very beautiful thing. To and even- she's put on... Mm-hmm. To even add to what you said, like when Laverne was talking in the beginning about what her what her definition of womanhood is is somebody who is kind and something else. Mm-hmm. Oprah made that environment to be that kind of way. People were yeah. able to have those conversations because they were speaking to Oprah. They yeah, could go right. on other shows and those interviews felt kind of gimmicky or whatever. But something about Oprah makes makes you feel like I am safe here. Although this yeah. is being broadcast, mm. I'm safe here. Yeah, yeah. I think it was at her her news job where she was giving um, a story or something about something really sad and she cried on air and that was very unheard of at the time. Imagine like CP24, like, you know? And so I think mm-hmm. that they tried to fire her or something where something like that, but people really appreciated her authenticity because how could you relay like such tragic news and it not mm-hmm. affect you kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like that you were talking about curating a safe space because this might be a little bit more niched and you guys may not know this person. Um, but there's a, I would call her like a host, TV host. Um, she does, she has stuff on YouTube now. No, 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 no,
Um, but her name is Yendi Phillips. She was actually uh, Miss Jamaica and Miss Universe, I think, in Jamaica. And mm-hmm. I didn't, obviously, I didn't grow up in Jamaica, so I never saw her progression in media and stuff like that. I'm only seeing the tail end of it now, or I wouldn't even say tail end because she's not done. But she's, I would say she's late 30s. Um, and she's been in the public eye since she was like 17 right um she lost her mother when she was young maybe around 15 16 and when i say it's called odyssey with yendi when i say every time i watch the episodes of odyssey with yendi she has that she has what oprah has she has this ability to take um take people in they feel vulnerable with her and she asks the questions that people want to know but there's always that rapport of this is a safe place this is a place mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. truly express how you feel. And you don't have to worry about, you know, executive producers chopping up your story and making it something that mm. it's not. Like, I will take care of you type of thing. Um, and I really, 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 really appreciated it. Um, because there was a interview she did recently with Lila Ike. She's the Jamaican reggae singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember seeing in real time... Uh, Lila I.K. making some disturbing tweets saying that people were coming after her, you know, talking about her sexuality, all this stuff. And when Lila I.K. was actually able to express herself on Yendi's show, she said something that really stuck out to me. And she she looked at the camera and she said, this is the, this is the first and the last time I'm going to do an interview like this. It's only because of Yendi. And it's like, mm. wow. Here's a person who, in Jamaican society, would have been chastised for, for being mentally ill because she had she found out she was diagnosed with bipolar di- disorder. Mm. And she felt comfortable going on Yendi's show to share that. Like, it speaks volumes. And this is why I kept asking, like, I kind of wanted to press you guys in, like, what what does being a woman mean to you? Because it's like, for me, it is, a part of that is being able to create a safe space for people. I think that is, yeah. like, top tier knowing when you are a woman. Because I guess if you go by definition, people's definition, like, scientific definition, you know, it's, we're supposed to be nurturers, right? And and so, mm-hmm. for me, that is the, the top compliment that you can get when someone says i feel safe with you emotionally i feel safe with you mentally and i feel safe around you physically because i know you'll protect me um so yeah i just wanted to bring that up because i think in so many ways we kind of overlook the importance of being a woman with just going about our day like we don't recognize the power that we have, you know, in being a woman. Um, so I kind of want to shift gears a bit and just talk about, like, what were you guys' expectations of... What did you what did you think being a woman as an adult would look like versus when you were a child, if that makes sense? Definitely not broke. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> not struggling. Mm. <laughs> I'm all those things. 
Yeah, like like Yelena, I was very specific when I was younger. Like I was, I feel like I'm like turning into Charlemagne, and every time my therapist, my therapist. But anyways, um, I was talking to like my therapist one time, and I was telling her, yeah, you know, I'm this age, and I thought that I was gonna be married and have like, you know be like a foster mother and like you know have a child at this age she's she's just like that's very specific or like whatever but yeah I just I thought that you know being a woman I would have a career like my mom does like have a secure job um be a fire cooker (laughs) um I don't know just like have a man who loves me um Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) yeah I have a man who loves me be confident I was always like always in such awe of women growing up who were just confident because I just remember being so insecure you know especially at those like pivotal ages those formative years where you're just getting comfortable in your own body and just thinking of like yeah just the older women in my life where it's just like they just live life and it almost seems as if as if they have no insecurities which is not true but it's just like mm-hmm. they get into that mind frame where just like certain things don't matter as much as other things do so I'm not going to give you know certain insecurities power over like who I am as a person and so yeah growing up for me womanhood honestly so my parents, it's, it's interesting because they did have a traditional marriage, but it morphed over time. And so when we were coming up and when I could actually digest what was happening in my parents' marriage, it definitely was looking more modern. So I grew up with a mom who like, yeah, my dad was the head of the household, but like when they say the woman is the neck, mm. my mama was swinging that head. Let me tell you. Okay. So, like, she was a primary breadwinner in our house. She still would, like, cook for us, raise us, whatever. But she would always go on trips. Um, she, like I'm telling you, there was, a, there was a season, a good few years, where every single year this woman would be in Zimbabwe. And I'm like, where did you get this guap? <laughs> because we are living in a small home. And I felt like if you just chilled out on a couple trips, we could elevate. But also live your best life, mama. I love that for you. Um... But yeah, she's this woman who is spiritual, um, who had friends who loved her, a husband who adores her. And I know he adores her because don't ever let us say anything about his wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. The man be getting in his feelings about his wife. But, as he um, should. <laughs> as he should, exactly. But yeah, I just, I just looked at my mom as the pinnacle of womanhood, a woman who could do it all but also could be soft and be taken care of by her husband and let him Mm. lead, but also her having the compass in her hand just to remind him where they're trying to go. Mm. And uh, (laughs) even now in my adulthood, my mom and I had promised each other to be vulnerable and transparent with each other. And the things that I've learned about this woman, I'm just like, Oh, next episode, next episode. I could. Okay, can I finish my point? I just didn't want you to spill. (laughs) Um, I was looking at my mom like, I did not know that I could admire you anymore. But I do. Mm. And it's just, yeah, yeah. She is my... So I think it was maybe two years ago when I posted on social media um, what my four influential women are. And I've already named three of them. My mentor, my mom, and Beyonce. So yeah, those are my... And there are three completely different women. 
So mm-hmm. who's the fourth one? Um, another mentor of mine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, for me, womanhood as a child and womanhood as an adult are different. Um, like you guys, I also had a timeline. I was like, yeah, by 25, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have my own house. And by 30, I'll have my own kid, like two of my four overall kids. And, you know, we'll be living a good life and we'll be traveling the world and I'll be homeschooling my kids and all this. Mm, child, we are 20 mm-hmm. this year. Where is the husband? Ooh. Where are the children? <gasps> oh, snap, you are. Yeah, I'm getting old, man. So are these eggs. Um, you know that Kevin Hart does like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's, I don't know. As a child, you you grow up and you see things and you're just like, oh, this is, this is how life is supposed to be. But then. Yeah. Life just drapes you up and say, yo, what this? A psycho. And. Yeah. What, what what do you sure. think? We get the highlight reel of what womanhood is and yes. what being a woman is. And so we're just like in so much awe. Like we see people on road with their makeup done. Yeah. We're not nice privy outfits. to the details. We don't know yeah. that maybe it took her, she was probably trying to get out of bed like within 10 minutes and it took her two hours. Like we don't know. Like, yeah. yeah it's and crazy. also, like, I just feel like it was. It was sold to us like a Disney movie, and I—that's why Disney For movies sure. are really you feel problematic like. to me. Yeah. Can I ask you guys something on that topic? There's no feeling. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that the Disney princess that you like the most was an indication of what what you thought like womanhood should be, but also maybe your fear? Um, I don't know, like maybe your adult fears as being a woman. So, for example, one of my favorite um, princesses was um, Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. And her whole thing was her voice being taken. And so my biggest... Yeah, and so my oh biggest fear, my yeah, gosh. yeah, my biggest fear is my voice being taken away from me. And so I just wonder, like, is there any correlation with that for you guys? Girl, my favorite princess is Princess Tiana. How come, girl? Oh, why? Oh, because she was hardworking. She always had, like, a vision of her dream. But the problem is... She was too focused on the dream. She forgot to enjoy life. Ooh. And for me, I'm gonna just I want say to this. achieve the dream so much. And I'm just like, girl, smell the roses, okay? Before they die. Okay, I have to watch that movie. Oh, I love Princess Tiana. Love her so much. I made my niece watch her when she was here. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. How about you, Laverne? I think my favorite... Uh, what was my favorite? Like, uh... I really, if I think about it, my favorite Disney movie was Lion King. I don't see the princess. Movie. No, princess. she said princess. Oh, not princess. Movie. Oh, well, it's it's a tie between Cinderella and Milan. I don't know. How come? Well, Milan, They're two I very liked... different women. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a Gemini. So. Um, with Milan, oh, well, that I would liked... make sense. <laughs> oh, wow. With Mulan, I like the fact that, like, she was 
she was determined like just because it was a man's world she could live in it mm-hmm. like it wasn't it wasn't gonna stop her um so i really like that about her and then cinderella i like the fact that even though she was working so hard easily she was the best one at the ball um and then the prince mm-hmm. came and saved her so that was nice but wasn't the mm-hmm. wasn't the question like what was their um their pitfall that you feel like is your character flaw that's yeah. why i don't know or fear so i don't know what was mm-hmm. what was cinderella's pitfall Waiting for a man? Damn, girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was Mulan's? I think she was too caught up in competing with men. Mm. If I can think of okay, then then yeah, it it does it does make sense because they're very contradictory, and that's how my life is. Um, Sometimes I Mm. do feel like I'm waiting for a man. Um. Which is funny because me and my boyfriend talk about this sometimes. Like, I'm looking for a, a man to, you know, how would I say this? Not rescue me per se, but I'm looking for a man that, what? I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting oh like a oldest waiting oh for somebody. You had to intervene to in her thought to do this? <sighs> she asked, I don't want to be like. Is it Cheetah Girls? Hell yeah. What else would it be? She's literally wearing cheetah print as we speak on this damn podcast. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy to me. You know, it's crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's waiting for a man to to rescue me, but I I feel like I'm waiting for a man to be my partner, to complete me. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that this is a person that I want to be with type of thing. And then as far as like um, competing with men with Mulan maybe because I really feel like women can do almost anything that a man can do and especially when we're talking about the corporate space and the gender wage gap all that stuff da, 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 da. I really believe that women are valuable assets mm-hmm. and so that would make sense so maybe your theory has something deep interesting mm-hmm. interesting so I guess I guess what I will say is if you're listening do you think that D's theory applies to you? Regardless yeah, of gender. That's, that's so interesting. Yeah. Please, please. L- write us. Let us know. Um, you can send it to our email at iltwyt.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. I-L-T-Y. Damn. I-L-T-W-Y-T-P-O-D. Okay, and so this is pretty much the end of the podcast. So, I mean, this is profound. I'm gonna have to take some time to think about this, mm-hmm. and sort through things. But I, I really like this. Thanks, guys. And I like the way you think. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I do. I do. I do. Thank you, B. I do. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.